This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's our 4 G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. We'll go commercial-free here coming up in the Expressway starting at 520. LA Live's coming up at 540. Right now, it's time for an edition of Football's Finest. And here's the chief. Man, the disrespect levels are so high right now when it comes to our front runners. It's starting to tick me off, okay? I mean, we, we, we saw it with the clip from Aaron Jones before kickoff. He identifies this football team as the front runners. Then Kyle Shanahan gets asked in his in his uh in his Monday press conference, when did you start preparing for the Packers? And with a bleep eating grin on his face, he said, On the second quarter of the game, we knew the front runners were bleeped. Now we go to the TikTok of Darian Lassiter, who is a cowboy cheerleader, uh, or frontrunner cheerleader, excuse me. Gosh, I hate when I misspeak. It's all good. Don't worry. She is talking into the camera. She is venting. She is um, She's just getting vulnerable about something here. More disrespect. Looking at you, Packers players. Listen to her vent about once what transpired over the course of four quarters while the front runners were getting run out of their own building and the cheerleaders were catching strays from the Packers players. So I cheered for the Cowboys and y'all, the Cowboys versus Packers game last Sunday, I have never experienced such disrespect from the other team's players to the cheerleaders in my five years as an NFL cheerleader. Like we would literally be minding our own business and the Packers just scored a touchdown. This is one example. They would come up to us standing on the sidelines, minding your own business, and start yelling at us. Like, sometimes it was this close to our face. Also, I feel like that's unsportsmanlike conduct, and it's so crazy how they can do that. They can't do that to the Cowboys players or any other players, but they can do it to the cheerleaders, and nothing's going to happen. Like, I understand the playoffs is a huge deal. Like, I truly get it, but that does not mean your humbleness and respect for women flies out the window. Like, what is going on? I can't. So I'm rooting for every team but them, now that the Cowboys are out. Disrespecting America's favorite ladies. That's ridiculous. Are you freaking kidding America's me? America's sweethearts. The line. Uh, thank you. America's, America's sweethearts. sweethearts. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Number one, they haven't felt that violated since Rich Dalrymple was in the building. I want to establish that right out of the gates here. Okay. And that number two, uh, I think she's got a great point. I agree with everything, everything you said. Everything she said. <laughs> <laughs> There's no crawfish on well, that Well, here's one. the thing. It, it, it's just not. It's no not flopping there. It's not fair <laughs> because Green Bay knows that they don't have cheerleaders to be berated. Like there is, you can't Wait, retaliate. They don't have, they don't have any. Uh, we do. The, the the Packers have cheerleaders. Yeah, and they're from uh, St. Norbert's College. Yeah. Okay, they're, so they're yeah. not really the Packers cheerleaders. They're not then. really the Packers cheerleaders. They're St. Norbert's College cheerleaders. Yeah. Okay. They, they're dressed up in Packers. Is there a team in the NFL that doesn't have cheerleaders? I There's actually quite a few. Chicago I, Bears. Have you? Have you? Okay. Pittsburgh ding, Steelers. football guy. Ding. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago Bears. Uh, ding, ding. Yep, you've nailed it. How There's many, a couple more. How many more? We got uh, one, two, three more, I believe. I said Chicago. I believe there's a total of seven, including New York the Giants. Packers. The Giants. Jets. Jets. Not the Jets. Oh. The Jets have them, the Giants The don't. Jets, they, they, wow. they like a little bounce. Okay. okay. How, many more, how many more do I have to name? Uh, you have to name, let's see, you've got the Packers, you've got the Bears, you've got the Giants, and you've got the Steelers. You, there's three more. Three more on the board. Bills, Vikings. Bills, ding. Dawson's on the it's board. Be, is it all cold weather places? Vikings is a, miss, uh, is no, a they, misfire. They, they, they do. They do. Yeah, I think it's cold weather. 
I think cold weather is a key here. Yes, cold weather Browns? is a key here. Browns, ding, 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 the bullies on the board. And uh, this one is actually shocking. This has nothing to do with weather. And uh, I really couldn't tell you why this team. It, it seems like it would be perfectly Carolina. normal. No, opposite coast. Uh, Chargers? LA Rams or Chargers? Or? Chargers. Chargers don't have cheerleaders? Yeah, that must be a new that, thing. That's hard to believe. That's got to be somewhat new. Yeah, you got you got two possibilities here. Uh, I, I think the, the weather is one of them, and then the harassment concerns. Harassment. Right? A, a more progressive organization, there's, maybe in Los Angeles, New York. There's, you know, there's, maybe they want to oh, be on the forefront of that. Yeah. Maybe some of their fans are a little bit less uh, excited about it than others. There's, yeah. There's Nothing some, more progressive than not allowing women to be a part of your presentation. And there, avocado some, toast. Some programs that have uh, m- uh, male cheerleaders. With the women cheerleaders. Well, we know Texas yeah. A&M exists. And no, that's no, going no. A little, that's uh, going a little too far. Oh, oh, in the yes. NFL. In, really? Yeah, okay. in the NFL, yeah. yeah. Well, hell yeah. Both. Now we get the flip side. Okay, I would like to know, can we get the list of teams in the NFL that have dudes? I'll work on that. Dudes throwing yeah. chicks? Dude throwing chick NFL I don't teams. think we're throwing yeah, just Google them. That. I yes. think we actually have the pom-pom <laughs> things we're doing. Yeah, yeah. it's not your traditional male uh, cheerleader. It's not muscle dude throwing guys in the air or gals So what are you alleging? That, that it's like normal. That dudes are out there wearing skirts and pom poms and skirts, dancing around and high got, kicking. They've got slacks and a kind of a uh, logoed shirt. And, I got them. And you got them. You all? guys want to guess them? How many? <laughs> yes, dude. I want to play One, this game. Two, three. Seahawks. Four, five, six. I think the Seahawks. Seahawks are one. I saw them on the sidelines. That's and this why happened I remember. In You've never forgotten it. Yeah. In 2019, we got males to the cheerleader squads. The Rams. Yeah. Uh, wow. The Rams are not one. No. Rams no. are not one. So really? Rams are not one. Uh, let's go with the Titans of Tennessee. Yes. Seahawks. Titans. Okay. There's uh, one more. Give me, the, give me the Jags. Not the Jags. Uh, one of them I really hate. Oh, okay. It's filthy. Yes. The Eagles are one. And wow. the other two, we got one cold, one warm. Just some sloppy Italian dudes out there Just, giving it their best. Hey. Well, I know there were men cheerleaders with the, with the Packers with St. Norbert's. I don't think that might not be on your list. In fact, there's three more teams. Oh. I've missed one at the bottom. Cheerleaders from St. Norbert's. St. Norbert's College. Yeah. Oof. They don't count. No. Uh, that sounds like a bet payoff. Oh, St. Norbert's or University of Green Bay. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> we Holy got one hell. team that's currently in the playoffs and another one that just hired a new coach. And then actually two teams that are currently in the playoffs and the other one just hired. Wow. Houston. Baltimore. Baltimore's one. Yep. And Baltimore's permanent. They, they, they've they got permanent co-ed cheerleaders with the Seahawks. The other one's like this is kind of a trial deal. Oh, <laughs> let's see how the people react. We'll sprinkle a little hairy, yeah. hairy testosterone on our sidelines. Let them do some high kicks. So these guys are not throwing the girls in the air. No, I guess not. But uh, Patriots no. and Bucks are the other two. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's wild, man. It's Fire a, them cannons, bro. <laughs> Literally, cannons got fired and they brought in some... You know what they brought in. Okay, okay. Be more of a rifle, I think they're firing now. <laughs> That's yeah. a good call. Uh, let's get to <laughs> let's get to filthy, where they have male cheerleaders. Um, obviously, the Nick Sirianni conversation is alive and well. Now, I think it's going to be much like the McCarthy deal. He's just going to be back, and they'll figure out maybe their coordinator situation. But that doesn't stop the questions from being asked. So Fletcher Cox made himself available to the media. Uh, and he's standing in front of his locker, and here's the interaction between Fletcher Cox and a reporter when the job status of Nick Sirianni gets brought up. Have you, you know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen with Nick? And, and are you, you have confidence, and if you if you do come back, that 
confidence in him if he's also the head coach. Like any news about what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. Not many head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't. We ain't there ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's gonna like, happen? Like I, I don't. I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. You, oh, a, man. You, you, you're a clown. You're that. a clown and get out of his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, that's a, a theme in Philadelphia, the Bryce Harper clown question, bro. I think this oh, is the updated version. This is the 2024 uh, edition of the clown question, bro. Wow. I think um, th- I think it's a sensitive topic, you know, and uh, I think Fletcher Cox and many other players know it's a very valid one. They just don't want to talk about the coach getting fired. It puts them in a weird spot, you know. So they're trying to squirm off the hook in some way or another. And one way you can do that is is go after the uh, the questioner. Yeah, this is one of those deals where, the, like players, they know what's going on, but they 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 lie, they yeah. lie here. They they, been, they they they're talking about yeah, we fell apart because of this yeah. and you know this and this that idiot and, Sirianni yeah, put and, Matt and Patricia sudden, in charge. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're a guy walking out of there like your Fletcher Cox. It might be your last time. And you don't want that blood on your hands. You want to come back. Yeah. You don't want to leave. That's if right. Nick Sirianni is in charge and you sit there and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're talking about it. And a lot of guys want Nick Sirianni out. Then you're not coming back to Philadelphia no. to play next year. No, they, they trust me. They were they were complaining about the, him making the changes on the defense and all that with the coach. And, you know, they're blaming him for that stuff. I think that reporter got what he wanted, though. Sure he did. I, I, oh, I, yeah. It's like a good if, clip. If, if you go into the, the the locker room down here and you do that, you're like, man, things didn't go well at work today. You know, ticked the player off. Probably should have thought about my question a little bit better. Up there, they're like, got it. Yeah. They're coming it. back to the station like, dude, guess what I got? I ticked off Fletcher Cox. Yeah. It was the perfect day at work. I think you're right about that. Uh, good day at the office for my guy, the clown, who yeah. uh, Fletcher <laughs> oh, Cox. So. I mean, I think it was a good question. Uh, I I have no problem with asking the guys, you know. Uh I, I, I just think that that is uh, another sign of how toxic that situation has gotten with Jason Kelsey's weird emotions and, you know, everybody going down. I, I have no doubt Lurie's going to totally blow that thing up. That, that. They know when something's gotten too bad. They do. Yeah. They do. Well, maybe, uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they'll put out some feelers and see what this next guy's up to. Old Cliff Kingsbury. Uh-oh. Coach I Bro. thought he was still in Bangkok. Yeah, we never got a follow-up on that. We like, didn't. When did he returned. Last we heard from him, he was just he was just loving life with his uh, I don't know girlfriend or whatever in uh, in Thailand. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Apparently, yeah, he was a senior offensive uh, analyst, USC, and quarterbacks coach at USC. Yeah, I was not I was not prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, he's expected to interview for the Bears' offensive coordinator job. Which, of course, makes sense, as the Bears are picking number one overall, and maybe they'll go get Caleb Williams. So, that I mean, makes sense. He knows him well. Maybe the offense he likes. Maybe maybe that's all this is. Maybe this is them saying, hey, Cliff, we, want, we were thinking about you as our OC, but the whole time they're just asking him about Caleb Williams. You know, mm. let's get the truth serum on old Caleb. Man, you're being a smart football guy right now. Did anybody Don't you go dare to his accuse birthday me that. party? Yeah, yeah you're being exactly. a smart football guy right when now. He, when he, when he, well, when he cried to his mom, yes. like, give us the deets on these that. These are the questions on Caleb Williams. You know, is yep. he a guy that just isolates himself? Is he a good team leader? Do people like playing with him? Is he kind of just a me-first dude, front-runner? Front-runner? I mean, we don't want a front-runner quarterback. Certainly don't. When things go don't go well for you, what you going to do, Caleb? Because the talent's there. When the dude is an elite freak of nature prospect. 
I would feel bad for Cliff Kingsbury if that happened. I understand uh, he is now a humbled man after that trip to uh, oh, is he to Bangkok? Is he? Uh, but uh, I, if I'm the Bears, there's no way I'm actually considering hiring him. I'm not mm-hmm. convinced. Like what I've seen from Cliff Kingsbury, I think he's in the perfect role as a quarterbacks coach. Uh, but he is so brilliant at that that he keeps talking himself into bigger opportunities. And if I'm Chicago, I'm drawing a strong line in the sand. Would you want to know if he's always, he being Caleb Williams, would you want to know if he's always a paint-your-nails guy or if that was just a bit he did before the Utah game and that's not really well, who he, he is? Well, he did it going back to Oklahoma. I think that's a thing for him. It's a thing for him. Okay. Today <laughs> is an anniversary. Is he off the draft board? When you talk about football's <laughs> finest, he'd certainly be off Cole Beasley's draft board. That's true. If you've seen his Twitter account lately. Uh, <laughs> football's finest, 11 years ago today, episode one of the draft show. Wow. Legend. Featuring Brian Pleepin Broadus, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. We have a photo to accompany this on the fan cam. Thanks my to guy. Carter Freeman. That's my guy. YouTube, Twitch, 105throughthefan.com. Yeah, if you're A looking. young Brian Broadus. Wow, who's that young nerd? Is that Landry? Uh, that's uh, no, it's uh, it's Cahill, Ed, right? Ed Cahill, Ed oh, Cahill Ed to the Cahill. left, Eddie C, and uh, we're interviewing Tom Saskowski. By the oh, way, wow, we did. You see that room right there? It's a Valley Ranch. Yeah, Valley Ranch. We did. We covered three days of the NFL draft. Five people in that room. No, you did not fit yeah. five people. People were making fun of us in the, yeah. the new way we've got it going yesterday. That, that room right there. There's no way you can fit sure? people in there. Are here we, we sure? Oh, here we There's go. Look us at yesterday. Yeah, here's us yesterday. Are we sure the new studio is bigger than the old closet that you worked out of? Can we confirm? It, it is bigger. It Man, is You bigger. guys make that room look small there. Well, the desk, webcam. it's smaller. The desk is smaller. The desk is they smaller. They redid it. Oh, I see. It's a beautiful place to work, though, with all the TVs. Oh, it's and, stunning. Yeah. It really is gorgeous what they've done. Yeah, so you've been cranking like, that show for 12 years now. Uh, 11 years, yeah. 11 years. Yeah, oh, see, Ed, Ed came up with the idea. Ed Cahill's like, you ever thought about doing a draft show with just talking about the draft? And, and you know, we got fortunate, too, because Dane Brugler was doing, like, PR for uh, the, the minor league baseball team here. No way. Yeah. What? That's how we found, like... So I, was Dane just always a big draft guy? Always, like, always, a, always a draft nerd. I knew about him, and I'm thinking, maybe we could get this local guy to come over and be a part of this. You knew from day one that D and Dane stood Holy for draft. crap. What a... Yeah. I mean, think about the yeah. 11 years... Talk about a scout's eye. Yeah, and so... <laughs> that's amazing. You went into... The, I mean, I mean, it's typical Broadus going into the baseball world to find something that could help his football team. <laughs> yeah, it failed was, him once, but Dane Brugler was a gosh darn home run, he sir. Was a, he was part of a group called NFL Draft Scout, and he, I, I was reading his work and all that. I'm like... That's, that's, isn't that Matt Miller's former vehicle? Yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Look at that, man. Happy anniversary, Broadus. Thank you. Appreciate you. You're that. now Drew Bledsoe years into this thing. We got a we get a pretty good extensive group of alumni that's part we of do. that. You're now Cedric Wilson years into this thing. This is awesome. Cole Beasley years into this thing? Cole, Cole Beasley, Beasley years, yeah. Damon Heward. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Wow. It is time now, gentlemen, to hit the expressway. We'll <laughs> that, that should have been the first pull. Well, he was, I mean, forgettable like he was on Sunday. Commercial free to the top when we return right here on 105.3 The Fan. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. We're going to take a look at everything that's been developing throughout your broadcast afternoon here on 105.3 The Fan. We'll take you commercial free to the top, 35 minutes uninterrupted. LA Live with Lucius Alexander is coming up at about 540 here. In the G-Bag Nation. Okay, we're going to start with Mike McCarthy 
uh, and some quotes from today's press conference following the news. Uh, He says, I believe the direction, the leadership, everything is in place, and I'm not very comfortable talking about myself, but I came here to win a championship, yada, 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 and ended it by saying, buy into us at 877-881-1053. I think that's the topic. I'm just trying to decide, does Jerry Jones believe he can rally, he can do a pep rally here and get people to buy in. Um, because if Mike McCarthy said it, you know Jerry Jones had to have it uh, on on his mind as well. And I I, I think it's got to involve a big push into free agency. I, I think that's the only thing that could really get me convinced, other than showing up in September for the regular season and them demonstrating that they've figured out how to run the ball without having to go into free agency. But what, what I need to see is here in, in March, April, May, a huge investment in the offensive line and a runner or them actually being able to pull it off like Shanahan does um, with a host of, of, of characters and go ahead and prove that in September. But short of either of those two things, I'm going to be a cynical pain in the ass when the regular season is happening next year and they like blow out the Giants by 27 points. And people are going to be saying, how dare you say that? Do you know how hard it is to win in the NFL? I'm going to be like, yeah, I've heard it. I've, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. I know how this thing's going. Do they, t- do, they right. t- do they take a page out of Ray Davis's book when it comes to free agency this year? That Ray Davis made the commitment of going to getting, spending half billion dollars of going to getting Seeger, Simeon, changing things up that way. I what mean, it would take is... Do you, do you, do, do, does Jerry look at that and go, damn, look what Ray did across the street from us over there. I just think it's hard to do in the NFL because of the cap. But but no, I'm just talking about the free agency yeah. approach. Yeah, maybe. That, that, the NFL version of that. Yeah, like certainly, okay, we're, we're not good enough just drafting here. Sure, and I hope so. You know, because, and again, it doesn't have to be, hey, we're buying at the top of the market at every single position. But you need to be more aggressive at filling out your roster in free agency. You can't just rely on the draft. And that might be doable, especially if if part of the negotiation with Dak is take less and then well, we'll spend that money. I don't want I don't want Dak to take less because I never want a player to take less. But I'll tell you what, if I was a fan, I'd feel better about it. Yeah. I would. I mean, I don't want a player to have to take less. But if it if he realizes that by having all of it limits what they can do. Yeah. Here's then, what I would say. I, I appreciate what he's going to try and do, True. but I'm not asking him to do that. If I'm Dak and I'm like, like you, want me, you want me to do something I haven't done yet, which is take a little bit less money so you can get players. Yeah. Well, wh- why should I feel like you're going to do anything but be really, really uh, strict with how you spend that money? Yeah, I need the what insurance you're going to do? do it. Yeah. Right. See, Here's $8 million from me over the course of a couple of years. I want you to borrow $8 million from the future. So now yeah. we're operating with sixteen. I want to see you sacrifice and get uncomfortable in some way. Because managing the cap so conservatively is handcuffing us. Hopefully, Mike McCarthy was very honest with Jerry Jones. I understand when you're on the podium, when you're talking to the public, when you're talking to the team. It's all about confidence and belief. But if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm like, man, they're all talking about me. They're talking about Dak. Can can we just get one out of these five years where we actually go for it? Can I just get one? Because you're going to fire me in 12 months, Jerry. That's how it's going to go down. And I'm going to go home and tell all my friends, yeah, you fired me because you expected me to make chicken salad out of chicken bleep for five years. You never gave me 
the resources that the other contenders did. I watched the 49ers build two contenders in this time. Tampa came out of nowhere, got Tom Brady, and then they just kept dipping into cash right and left. I saw the Rams win a Super Bowl, go away, and now they're coming back. That's what's going to happen in 2024. The Rams are going to be back because they took a year to get their cap right and get set to reinvest in the team. Can I get one of these years, Jerry? And I hope that's what he said. I wonder if the pushback from Jerry would be, you know, unfortunately we're seeing teams right now that are in the midst of, like, cap nightmares actually beating you. I mean, you just lost to a team that you you shouldn't have lost to based on the resources and all that kind of stuff. Tampa's in there. Their situation's pretty bleeped. Yeah. The Rams, their situation, I mean, they made it to the playoffs. They didn't advance, but... I mean, these are these are teams that uh, you know they had lesser than you. I mean, you yeah. were better than the Bucks. You were better than the Packers. You had more resources. You you could have done more. And all yeah. of a sudden, you're sitting at home. They did more with yeah. less. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, and you'd have to take that point, right? If you're Mike McCarthy, you'd have to say, Jerry, that's a really good point. Oh but yeah, absolutely. That, that's what happens in the NFL. There's only a couple of teams so good that they're going to beat everybody they come up against, and there's only a couple of teams so bad that they're probably not going to win but one or two games. We're in the middle 25 teams where anybody could beat anybody. You're trying to win the Super Bowl with the middle 25 teams, and it's getting annoying. And I'm about to, you know, be done here in 12 months. So let's go for it, damn it! And if it doesn't work, then you know, then you can fire me, and, and maybe that'll give you the clarity on Dak. You know, you're sitting here evaluating Dak without a run game. Every coach that gets on TV says, you want to know how you take pressure off of a quarterback? Run the ball just a little efficiently. Oh, sure. You don't, even, you don't have to dominate running the ball, but you have to be able to get some first downs here and there. And you send us into the playoffs without that again, Jerry. What do you expect? You know, and I, I, I think if Jerry's listening, he's smart enough to be like, dude, Mike's got a good plan. This is what we should do. But you brought up earlier Stephen Jones and his conservative nature, and it, it might be, you know, Catboy that's blocking this. You need to sell multiple Joneses that this is the path to go, Brian. Well, okay, I'm going to point the finger at McCarthy on this one because you talk about running the football. Yeah. Mike McCarthy came out after last year and told us he has to run the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I mean, what did he do? You know, what? where where was... He, he failed in that regard. Where Because where, his whole thing was... He got all upset about Kellen Moore lost the Green Bay game up two scores. They don't run the football. We got to run the ball better. He was the one that kept standing up at the podium, as you say, and telling us that they need to be better running the football. They never did. You know, if he recognized that as part of what they needed to do, that's yeah. a failure on his part. 100%. And that's yeah. not yes. just a personnel so if, issue. If, if, if you're telling me, and Dawson, you're not wrong. If, if you're saying, Dak needs a balanced attack. He needs a better running game. Well, can we trust his coach to get him a better running game? He talked about it. He said they had to do that. They had to. Dak didn't turn the ball over anymore. Lightweight center, broken down right tackle, broken down left tackle, broken down running back. That's what you gave him to work with. And and here's he's not the GM. Here's the thing here, and Baldy pointed this out yesterday creativity and design in the running game is something that is overlooked. The 49ers offensive line is nothing special. They've got one really good lineman, but they run the football because of the design and the creativity that Kyle Shanahan has. So there's ways you can mask your deficiencies, even if your center's bad. And how many times watching the all 22 after games, were you looking at the running game and saying, this was creative. This was a good design. I don't think ever. 
Great stuff, guys. Uh, he also said he believes the players were going too fast in Sunday's playoff loss. You can't chase big plays. There were a number of times we were chasing big plays, and it bit us in the ass. That was mm-hmm. a good moment from the presser. And he said he's hoping to keep Dan Quinn. Um, so we'll see. I don't understand what it means to be chasing big plays. I mean, that, the only person that could be doing that is the quarterback. The, the, yeah, the play caller or yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. No one else is. Ch- I mean, yeah. I if I'm a receiver, I'm I'm chasing a big. Oh, okay, defensively guessing maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. their communication was horse bleep. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 and that's why people you say oh motion offense gives Cowboys problems. Yeah. Why motion turns into oh we got to check the call. Oh, we didn't get the call. Oh, now we got a guy running for 47 yards yes. un- uncovered. Exactly. That has nothing to do with how big or small you are. Yeah. We know you have a size deficiency here, but also your guys look lost. How about line yeah. up and play your assignments? How about that? It was chaotic. Yeah. I'd, I'd ask that, uh, you know, next year at the end of the year, whenever it ends, like we can't be getting into the all the interviews and everything again. Can we just hold off on this? I mean, it's becoming an annual tradition. Hey. And one more thing real quick. Sure. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I jumped in there. No, you're good. Three years in a row, you can't be the most penalized team in the National Football League. Another good I, I don't. I don't care who you, it, whether it's your responsibility for the players, because as a head coach and, you know, you get the personnel guy, if you don't have guys that are football intelligent and disciplined enough to play, you're going to be back at the farmhouse in Wisconsin. You know, you better figure that out. You can't be the most penalized team every damn year you line up. See, and I do like Mike Facts. McCarthy and Dan Quinn being players coaches, but there's a downside to it. And it is that when things are going bad consistently, you don't you don't go to the toolkit of yelling yeah. at this guy. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't embrace that negative dark side of coaching that can traumatize somebody into never doing that again. Right. You know, you just don't do that. And I, I think lessons are learned better. It's healthier learning to be a player's coach style and communicate through it. But it does cripple you in some ways. Like, I can make sure that my dog never uses the restroom inside. Yeah. Right? Horrible dog ownership tactic. Right? You can make sure your kids never go to one part of the house if you really had to. Right? Because you would terrify them into it. But then they would, you know, grow up and be traumatized and have to go see a therapist. So you don't want to be that coach. You're that coach that treats players like I can just run all over you whenever I want. That's going to come back. There's a bigger downside to that. Maybe that's how Mike McCarthy sticks around for 12 years in Green Bay and now five years here with the Cowboys because he builds those relationships. But, boy, there is a downside to it, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's just – but there's a sweet spot. You don't have to be full. I mean, the spectrum is very large. And, I mean, I don't think – I mean, everybody seems to have respect for Dan Campbell there in Detroit. I'm sure he he digs into them pretty well, but they might still describe him as a bit of a player's coach. You know, like there's a a unique approach to it here. You don't have to be – Mr. You know, Mr. Principal guy who's who's spanking kids, but you also don't have to allow everybody yeah. to just be like, hey, no problem. Three years in a row, we're we're topping penalties and all this stuff, no problem. And I would say for for a, an organization like the Front Runners, where everything is like everything silver spoon, everything state of the art, everything's you're here, you're America's team, you've already made it, you're a superstar, you you haven't done anything on the field, but you got drafted by the Cowboys, everybody knows you. They probably need something a little bit more strong on the football field. That's telling them, hey, you guys have all these different luxuries that most teams don't quite have. 
So in order to make sure that you are in the appropriate tough mindset, which everything about our organization doesn't lend itself to, me here, culture guy, head coach, I got to be the one that's swinging the stick. Yeah. yeah. See, but there's a reason why the survey, the player survey of who they want to play for, Dan Campbell's up there and Mike McDaniel. Okay, right? One seems like a, not a hard-ass guy. The other is a hard-ass guy. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you can win both ways, but like this team right now, I think it needs more Dan Campbell than it does Mike McDaniel. You, you uh, got to be genuine to who you are, to yeah. who your personality is, yeah. and you got to be respectful, yeah. I, I think. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. a lot of players respect a coach that is going to do that, that is going to bring that discipline aspect of it because they know that there's a reason behind it, Yeah, and they're trying to get the best out of said player. Yeah. Okay, so that whole thing is is bubbling. Mike McCarthy press conference earlier. We are trending in a direction of Dan Quinn being back as well. And and the topic really becomes, you know, how do you get excited about this? Mavs at Lakers last night. It was one twenty seven, one ten, and and we're not going to play tomorrow as um, the the Warriors uh, coach, assistant coach Dejan Malayevich, uh passes away at forty six. Mm-hmm. On the road in in Utah, cardiac event. Very popular right. guy, a Dinner. mentor to like tons of European players. So they're calling the game off. Yeah, I talked to some folks with the Mavs. They're flying home. Hmm. Uh, they they they're flying back from the West Coast right now. I'm I'm getting a full body scan next week. I just decided. I, I saw this story and it put a shiver down my spine. Right. I'm like, dude, I've, I've eaten so much red meat and fried food. I I need some sort of a sense of like uh, peace of mind at least for the foreseeable future, you know, because he's, he's, he's actually a year younger than I am. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that story is just absolutely sad. Heat coach Eric Spolstra called the news horrific. Bogdan Bogdanovich, a Serbian like Milojevic, declined comment before the Hawks game saying, I'm sorry, I can't talk about it right now. I feel so bad. Popovich raved about uh, how good of a coach he was. Warriors rookie Brandon Podzimski. You changed my life in such a short time, he wrote on social. The most important thing you ever told me was to just smile. Your joy and laughs will forever be missed. Shine down on us from heaven. Uh, so Mavs and, and Warriors will not happen tomorrow. But stars and flyers tonight. Um, does Philly hate extend into this matchup? I know we were talking about how the Houston hate might be dis, uh, temporarily disabled here with uh, the rookie yeah. C.J. Stroud yeah. storyline. Some. Texans are, are pulling for Houston. I, I don't know. Stars at Flyers. I, I guess any Philly crowd could be a subject to DFW hit at any time. Yeah, I think Philly qualifies. But it's more important just to get the win tonight against a quality team. I yeah, mean, it's, this, uh, it's funny, though. The, uh, the Stars go rolling in there in those kind of almost like what they call victory green. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Kelly green <laughs> uniforms. That's Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, there you go. Stars have won four of five. Their offense is, yeah. is playing well. They've tightened up their defense, and uh, everything's going good here for the hockey team. And TCU's next game, last night's game and their next game, canceled because the team does not have enough available players due to injuries. And they actually, uh, this is the women's basketball program. Yeah, the women's program, yeah. They actually put out uh, a message that they're looking for walk-on players that are interested in joining the Horned Frogs for the remainder of the season. Could be a dream come true if you were a pretty good little high school player. Sure. Thought, well, I'll just go over here to TCU. I'll play a little intramural hoop, but I'm not really, you know, trying to go D1 or anything. It might be your opportunity to get on TV. Did the Cavender twins not play for us? One of them does. I think Haley. Did she get banged up? Maybe. Oh. I mean, she's I Dayton Ferg. Okay, then. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and into the Pimp Cup we go. 
Here's Lucius Alexander. This is how it feel to be a big dog. I'm a long way from brick of fit. No. I like that pin in the butcher, man. Hey, all right here. So ladies' night here in LA Live. Let's get into it right into the great Rick James. Yeah. All right, you squares. It's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance to some of everything. You go to like like New York City. There's like Little Italy, Chinatown, stuff like that. Like, what if you were like backpacking through China and you came across like a Little Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's wearing a cowboy hat, you know? All the roads are under construction. <laughs> Just real authentic. You know what I'm saying? The football team can't win in the playoffs. Just. <laughs> for Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Put them phones up, folks. Yeah. Uh, it is a ladies' night here at LA Live. Ladies, yeah. Uh, what else for the ladies? Ladies. Ladies. First of all, you don't joke around with, with women. You don't. <laughs> don't play with the women's like that, man. Uh, let's see. Before I get into the G-bag of the day here, on a ladies' night, Thirsty Thursday, L.A. Live. The bathing habits of the G-Bag Nation have been a big topic in my DMs this week yeah. and last week. Mm-hmm. And last week, big topic, big topic. Uh, lots of Tolos are shocked by the hygiene habits of some of the members of the G-Bag Nation. I won't mention any names. Uh, lots of different Tolos responded. I got one Tolo, Baltimore Eric, mm. or Baltimore Eric. Baltimore. What it do? How you do, man? <laughs> Baltimore Eric has some, uh, left me a little message right here that he wanted to tell me about the, the G-Bag Nation's hygiene yeah. habits. Yo, your co-worker's nasty as shit. Don't nobody use a rag in that bitch? God, I look at him all differently now. Who the f- just, man. That nasty, yo. Make sure you, I bet you so you got lights off, but yeah. I would be spraying down everything in that mother. I do, and I have. Even before the pandemic, I have. Keep it nice and clean around here. You do. Yeah. People just, they just don't, they're unconcerned about anybody else except themselves sometimes. I think Eric might be surprised how clean you can get with a bar of soap. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of you would. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us would be. A lot of us would be, man. Roofa guy. My man, Eric, I'm going to look at him differently now. Because my man, he's like, he's one of these guys that smiles at you in your face and tells you how great you are, and then and he kind of goes behind your back and gets you on some stuff. Uh, like, he didn't, you know, he hasn't just, seen you since you guys uh, confessed that you barely wipe and clean yourself. No, yeah. no, he, he's he, around he a lot. straight up to us and he, say he that. He gives us hugs and stuff yeah, like that. Because he, yeah, he since, loves us. Has yeah. he seen you since Friday? No. No. Okay. There he's not go. giving you a hug again. He sent me that, that just the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I love pastry chef Eric. That's our yeah, guy. That's I, need our to, guy. I need to question him about his habits. Baltimore. Uh G Bag the Day. We do it every weekday here on the fan at 2:30. You see anything floating out there on social media? You hear it on another radio station? I'll play it. 
Believe me, because today's winners from another radio station. I stand on my word. Send it to me at Lucky Lucius P on social media, Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can follow every last one of us if you go to Twitter, G-Bag Nation, all right? All right, all right, all right, all right. Our winner right here is Mo Mitchell from the Burt Show out of Atlanta. This is a syndicated radio show. Uh, it's home at 99.7 out there in Atlanta. Mo Mitchell has a letter for the Cowboys. Dear Cowboys, I do not hope this letter finds you well. I hope it stings, actually. About as much as it stung to watch you fall short in the playoffs once again. The ups and downs are a natural part of sports. But the way that you'll continue to end up being losers at the end of the season every season should be studied. If only the goal were to lose, you'd be gloats. The gloats. <laughs> there I was, an eight-year-old kid, excited, full of life, and stupid. <laughs> My dad walked in wearing a blue and white jersey and turned on the television, said, son, come watch the Cowboys game with me. And that was the moment I should have walked away from my dad and never spoke to him again. <laughs> I didn't. We bonded and have shared that bond for over 30 years now. It pains me to know that although my dad claims he loves me, he wanted this for my life. <laughs> it has been 30 years since the five-time champion Dallas Cowboys have tasted true victory. 30 years. Do y'all know what people have been able to accomplish in 30 years? Let's see. The internet. <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys can't find a win a damn football game when it matters. Although you have saved me a lot of money by never forcing me to attend a Super Bowl, it still hurts me. <laughs> when I think about the fact that I have attended at least one game every year for over 10 years. Every season with the Dallas Cowboys feels like a repeating Linkin Park song because they tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> so far and got so far. My man said he catches a plane, too. You know what I'm saying? He's coming from Atlanta, bro. Damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to have a father-daughter moment with Abby this year. You know, I brought her home that Cowboys jersey from training camp, and she said, Dad, I want to wear it to school. And I said, yeah, I hear you. That's going to look sharp. Let's wait for a big win. Oh. And uh, she's still waiting for a chance to wear that. She's going to be waiting, too, buddy. Like all Cowboys fans, you, you will be, be waiting. You might be yeah. walking her down Tell the her aisle. next year, though. Tell her yeah. next year yes. might be the year for her. <laughs> yeah. Thirsty Thursday, ladies' night. The devil thought he had me. The devil thought he had me, but I got away. I got away, though. Uh, check this out. Vivian 2 an ex-Wall Street trader who has gained millions of followers on TikTok and Instagram for sharing finance tips about to get that bag. Nice. She says she spent two years going on six dates every week just so she, oh, whoa, just so she can eat. She didn't have to buy groceries. There you go. That's grinding through the bear market. Mm. Two years straight. Six dates every week just so she didn't buy groceries. She says she ended up saving around $15,600 in total doing wow. this venture right here. Hmm. Put that in an IRA. You're moving now. You cool with that? Cool with somebody just using you no. for a meal? No. No, I wouldn't be. Doing? No. Not at all. No, I would not doing? be at all. Not at all. <laughs> but I am cool with figuring out ways to save money. That I can understand. Yes. Yeah, that's totally yeah. fair. That yeah. I, streets yeah. got to eat. That yeah. I do understand. Yeah. Yeah, people are calling her a concudine. <laughs> uh, if she reaches out to you, it's a foodie call. Foodie call. Foodie call. I like that, yeah. yeah foodie call's good. Uh, dinner digger. I don't think you should be saying that one, though, because no. it might come out too quick. Mm. Might get punched in the mouth by somebody. And a moocher. 
moocher because sure. she's eating. You know, uh, it's that old song, Everybody Plays a Fool. Everybody plays a fool. She was playing about six a week. Hey, that bup 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 guy is like the star of that song, right? Yeah. 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 Bup guy. Gotta have more cowbell. Gotta have more cowbell. Is she putting out for these meals? Whoa. Whoa. Hey, she never did say if she was or wasn't, but I mean, at some point. There is some trade off here. At some point. Yeah. How many chimichangas I'm gonna give you before I get some chimichangas? Exactly. Exactly. Taco oh, Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Let's pass the chimichanga taco, around. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat tacos. The chimichanga for taco exchange, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> Straight yeah. one for one. Soft, please. I wonder how, how many dudes were like repeat offenders on this one. So many. Just, you know? And then yeah. they figured it out. Like, yeah, at some uh, point, yeah. you, ha- you have to, right? Going it, home. It was like fourth date. He was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is probably it. Is he sprayed down there and everything. Make sure he's nice and clean. Brought some baby wipes with him just in case, you know what I'm saying? Will be no surprises. <laughs> you got the big old seafood platter that ran you about 28 bucks. Four margaritas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She brought some home, too. Yeah, yeah. There, there you take go. take some home. There I got some of it tomorrow. Oh, always with some tomorrow. tomorrow. Are you going to eat that? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can take the bread. Go ahead. <laughs> so what do we say we do this next Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, next Wednesday. That'll be it. Great. Yeah. Finally. I'm going to take things slow, <laughs> you know, six times the chum. <laughs> That'll work out for me. You're a great friend. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> you heard that a lot, haven't you, Brian? Oh, a ton. You're a great guy, Brian. Oh, a great guy. Some girl's going to be so lucky. Yeah. Yeah, some girl's going to yeah. be so... They, <laughs> that's so mean to then say, they, Then they throw up on you. <laughs> that's so mean to say. I'll be right back, girl. After they did that shot of Jaeger. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. I'm going to leave you right here at these bar stools at the <laughs> yeah. Applebee's. I'm, okay, I'll be right back. Have, you, have, y'all ever, have y'all ever ditched a date? Um, no. Like, okay, no. not a date, but it was a date. I was over her house. Wait, we were chilling. Not yeah. a date. But and then it was I a just date? realized I can't climb this tree. Yeah. There's nothing I can do with this. So I'll be right back. I'm going to the store, get some ice and a few drinks. I'll be right back, okay? She's probably still waiting for me to come yeah, back. It's 12, dude. 14, 15 years. What's the first song you hit on the uh, the car stereo? <laughs> Move, bitch. Get, get out, out of the way. way. Get out of the way. Well, get out of there, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I feel bad for the things I did in my 20s, man. Thirsty Thursday, ladies night here. I do, man. I I broke too many hearts. I broke too many hearts, bro. Uh, Ladies, don't get drunk out there and catch a DWI like this lady and flirt with the cop. All right, just look at the top of my finger. Mm, mm, Can I bite? Can I bite it? I do now. I want you to bite my finger. (laughs) Bear with me. You're so cute. I know. That's what my girlfriend tells me all the time. Oh, yeah, whatever. Look at that finger. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing because she probably has a man or something and he sees this video like, oh my God. Yeah. Big oh, Jane, you, you never bite doing? my finger. Like yeah, that, what ever. is that? Do I need to dress up like a cop? Is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> you want some handcuffs? I was okay. just trying to get out of the ticket, honey. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to work. Slamming down the Yeti wine. I didn't mean it. Yeah, she had the chest was trying to work it, though. Uh, Fox 26. Let's go to Fox 26 Houston. A Chicago man is suing 27 women. Women, it's shine time for you right now. For $75 million after they wrote negative reviews on a Facebook page describing him as clingy. He claimed his reputation has been harmed. Hmm. Must be oh, very handsome to have 27 complaints. 27 complaints. My yeah. man was cleaning up out here, but he was just yeah. a little too clingy to all of them. Serial stalker. You never <sighs> want to do that. He's 32 years old. His name is Nico. Said his name Suave. and photo was shared on a private 
Facebook page. Pay attention to this one right here. Are we dating the same guy? This is like the new Lipstick Alley, if you guys are familiar with Lipstick Alley. These are the girls right here telling on all the guys out here in the streets. You can click on Dallas or something like that, and they'll show all the guys that are out here in Dallas, 30K millies, running the streets with your BMWs for lease. Damn. Yeah. Getting outed over here on the site. Yeah. yeah. So just you know, keep that aware. If you're out here playing in these streets, you might be on a Facebook page called "Are We Dating the Same Guy?" Wow. Thanks, Zuckenberger. Yeah. <laughs> Zuckenberger. Come on, man. Get my Facebook back, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, what else I got for you, boys? Thirsty Thursday, ladies' night, ladies. Ow. I want to play another drop for you, ladies. I don't think I have. Uh, let's see, ladies. It's hard. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mickey. Ladies, give it a whack for the for the ladies. Yeah, for the women's. <laughs> for the women's. Give it a whack for the ladies. Yeah. Uh, the mugshot shorties. Oh, yes. on Instagram. Yes. I got a shorties report right here for you, brother. Let's go. Shorties report. Oh, I need this. Go to K L A S Las Vegas. A gentleman's club entertainer allegedly stole two expensive watches from a man's home. After spending the night. Yep. She oh. spent the night with him. Woke up in the morning. Took that man's goods. Yep. Miss, Miss Jennifer Alvarado faces charges of grand larceny and burglary. In August, a man said he went to a gentleman's club where he met with the woman that he knew as Hazel. Mm. Okay. That's an old last name for a young girl. Sound like a maid. Old Hazel. <laughs> yeah. It's a TV show. It really was. <laughs> yeah, old Hazel. Yeah, the next morning after, you know, he... He sealed the deal. Yeah. Closed that deal and everything. Yeah. Signed the documents. Next morning, the man woke up, found his two Rolex watches with a combined value of $40,000 missing. He panicked. Yeah, I don't blame him. He panicked. When he attempted to contact Miss Alvarado, uh, she blocked his number. Yep. See you later. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to be late. I couldn't find my watch. <laughs> blocked his number, bro. But good thing is, this is Phoenix. She works in the Phoenix Strip Club. Oh. Eventually, she can just go back to the strip club. Oh, there she is. That's the girl that stole my watch. Oh, wow. So she's doing court in February. Ooh. These grand larceny situations. They're bringing her back to Nevada. She was arrested, but she didn't have to go to jail, jail. They just booked her, and that was it. How I about think that? Maybe the moral of the story she is... She bit their uh, finger. Don't go to those establishments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen. Don't go to those establishments? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been, bro. It's been a long time. Used to have so many friends in those establishments, so I didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah. yeah. I already had like an area. Oh, we got the bottle over there. Just go over there and sit over there. Oh, that's awesome. like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. I still have the same friends, but they're not strippers anymore. They're like real estate agents and flight attendants, you know, they're moms and everything now. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But when they do hear some music, they get the twerking. They put one arm <laughs> yeah. up and one. It's just still like something in jeans. Yeah. You guys ever talk about old times, Lucius? We sure do. Do you? Yeah, I try hey, to convince them. Hey, remember that time at uh, Valentine's Day we were? Yeah, I try to convince them to run it back. Oh. <laughs> what about your wife? What about that great outfit that one time? Uh, it's don't like, worry about it's her. like we do with our favorite athletes, man. You go down the, the YouTube rabbit hole, check out the highlights, yeah. reminisce. Run it back, girl. Come on now. For the young uh, Tolos out there, is is the, the trick to not go back to your house or have expensive things? Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, get a hotel room or something like that. Yeah, that's you know. probably smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm what? sure it'd be very tempting for her when she wakes oh, up and you're passed Speaking out. Speaking the man dating oh, a stripper. Oh, you got all, all your stuff because yeah. you probably showed you it off a little bit so you can close yeah. the deal. Yeah. yeah, I got this and that. I'm going to take you to the garage, show you this, yeah. and show you all my memorabilia, show you everything I have. Uh-huh. So you can rip me off. 
Thirsty Thursday, ladies' night. You want to hear Cowboys song, boys? Yes. Yeah. Let's All do right. it. So, a guy named Billy Soul. For the longest time. For the longest time. Oh, for the longest time. Daddy, how long has it been since the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? Musical producer. For the longest time. For the longest There's no Dallas Cowboy fans inside. Are y'all still them boys after tonight? Green Bay destroyed you. No championship for you. That hasn't happened for the longest time. So much has happened since you won your last. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, trash. Come on. <laughs> Lost in the wild card. Green Bay just stood on your star. You haven't won it for the longest yeah, time. That's a banger, dude. It does. Uh, yeah, that'll get stuck in your head. Yeah, hurts a little bit. Yeah, it sure does. But it's all good. All right, yo. Uh, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. See you boys tomorrow on a Friday. Thank you, Lucius. That is right. We're already headed for a football Friday yeah. here in the G-Bag Nation. A bet payoff, payoff Friday. Oh, Bangkok right. Burger Friday for the that's general. That's right. Yes. General. Wait. Yeah, it's going to be outstanding. <laughs> uh, uh, an all-cheese cheeseburger. No burger, all cheese. And the cheese is like, quote-unquote, it's like a science experiment, really. This is... Craft singles? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, 12 of them. Yeah, this no, is, 20. This is 20. intimidating. Oh, 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. 20. What do you mean? I mean, the good news is I don't think it's going to trigger my gag reflex. I, think I don't okay. think it's going to be so disgusting, but I hate that fake cheese. I hate oh, it. Oh, do you really? Yeah, it's going to be a real bad payoff. And okay. It'll All get right. it away tomorrow at 2.20. It's time now, though, on your home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers for a proper round tripper. Let's do it. Where are we going, Wolchuk? Let's tell you about some of those Ranger giveaways, spring training invites, and what the hell is holding up this relief market. That's next.